0: Hello and welcome. This is the Voice of Jesus Ministries. My name is Rick and we are continuing a series, Season 2, in the Book of Life Revealed, as recorded by John, also known as the Book of Revelations. Now the last time we were together, we had started Chapter 7 and we, were, we had moved into it pretty good. Uh, we didn't get through the entire chapter because there's a lot there and there's a lot that's really insightful and and you know chapter seven is really a a wonderful chapter because there it tells you why uh this was originally titled the book of life because it has so much life to offer and it tells you how your life can be and how it can change if jesus is part of your life and the holy spirit the promise and what it can do for you so before we get started, I'd like to just say you can uh, reach us at the Jesus at gmail.com, also at the book of life revealed at gmail.com, or on YouTube or even in the podcast. If you have any questions, thoughts, or you would like to share with us, please contact us. I'm gonna to respond to uh, a question that was sent. And um it was I actually have two two questions and the, the first one was uh, uh, someone would like to know a little more about the seal that this mighty angel or messenger had in his hand as he was rising up now that comes from verse 2 chapter 7 and verse 2 and it says then I saw another messenger ascend, as the rising sun holding the seal of life from god now this is this was uh, just before he had called out to the four messengers that were on the four quarters of the earth who were about to stop the winds on the earth which would cause severe problems to our planet he tells them stop do not do this but this messenger this angel this this And I, we assume that he was, he was mighty. And, and the reason being is because it says that uh, he, as he ascended, it was as the rising sun. And he's holding the seal of life from God in, in his hand. Okay, the seal of life. Okay, so let's talk about that, the seal of life. This was a question that was sent in. Uh, We had a a viewer that wants to drill down on it just a little bit. That word, uh, uh, it can be rendered many different ways, like any word, you know, that uh, we use today. You know, sometimes I give an example, like if I were to say to you, what am I thinking when I say the the word CAP? Simple three-letter word, C-A-P. What am I thinking when I say to you, cap? And you might come up with something immediately like, oh, it's what you wear when you go to a ball game. Or someone else might say, oh, maybe it's that that goes on a jar or on a, like a little medicine bottle. Or someone else might say, um, maybe it's the snow on top of a mountain, the snow-capped mountain." Or someone else might say, well, you know, it, it might be where the stock market got today. It capped at a certain number. You see, the word can be used and, ex- and expressed in many different ways and mean many different things. Just a simple little 3 little word, cap. And and there's many more. There's many more renderings of that word cap. Well, this word seal is one of those type of words. It has many different um renderings for the word. But the thing of it is, in order for anyone to understand what is being said here, you have to have the promise in your life, the Holy Spirit. Why? Because you will see it through the eyes of the Holy Spirit. You will have discernment as to what these words mean not just what someone believes that they should be or what makes sense when i put a sentence together or the structure of that sentence or what i believe it to mean we want what our father wants and that is his meaning and only the holy spirit can give that to you so let me just present to you what the word seal he was carrying a seal okay that's what it says the seal of life okay so this is important when we say the seal of life okay so the word can mean just simply seal okay so uh, 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 what is one of the renderings number one the seal placed upon books okay there can be a ceiling placed upon a book so it can manifest itself as a, a seal, okay? It can also mean, number two, just give you, I'm not gonna do a whole bunch of these. I'm just gonna give you a few. Number two, a signet ring, okay? So it can be a ring that has a signet on it and can be used as a seal. Whether it might be dipped in ink, a seal, or it might be on hot wax, a seal, okay? It can be a signet ring. Very different. Number three, an inscription or impression made by a seal. Kind of like what I was just talking about with hot wax. You know how they used to drip hot wax to seal a a scroll or a letter? And then they would use their signet ring, and they would impress it and put an impression upon it. Okay? Or an inscription or impression. Okay? And, And number four, that by which anything is confirmed. Oh, wait a second. This is extremely different. That which anything is confirmed, proven, authenticated as by a seal. Okay? So the the word seal can represent something that has been confirmed, proven, or authenticated. It can represent an inscription or something of impression or impression made by the seal. It can be the signet of a ring. It can be the seal placed upon a book kind of like the seven seals that were broken or the six that we've seen that have been open since or I'm sorry only five have been open that we're looking at in the book of life right now so you get the idea here that the seal of life so when we put it together with the word of life that this messenger had a seal of life in his hand all right and he's ascending as as the sun, right? And, and he has authority over these four messengers. And he tells them, don't stop the winds. What do you think the seal of, of life, the seal of life is representing? Do you think it's representing something that is confirming who are the children of God? Something that proves who are the, the children of God? Something that authenticates who are God? The children of God Do you think it represents something that is going to be impressed upon the children of God like we receive the lifeblood of Jesus and it is impressed upon us through the power of the Holy Spirit so you see you need the, the gift of the Holy Spirit to help you through this alright so in this I believe that this mighty angel that's rising as the sun and in his right hand he has the seal of light he has that which confirms which proves and which authenticates this is the seal which confirms proves and authenticates those that are the children of God I think it's pretty powerful and I also believe it's what allows us to receive or to have impressed upon our hearts now that's just an idea of how you you as a child of God allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you you know I mean do you think it just represents just a symbol look here's a symbol he's got in his hand that's all it means nothing there's got to be an absolute meaning to it and that meaning has to be spiritual Why spiritual? Because it has to do with our Heavenly Father and with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. You can't look at it in terms of the world and say, this is what it means in the world. We don't care what the world thinks. We don't care what the world thinks the meaning of this is. What we want to know is what our Heavenly Father wants us to know. And we get that through the Holy Spirit, through the promise. That's what we want to know. We want to know what Father wants us to understand about this. So... Verse 2 says, Then I saw another messenger ascend as the rising sun, holding the seal of life from God. Okay? He is holding that which confirms from our Heavenly Father. He is holding that which proves, which is going to prove from our Heavenly Father. He is holding that which is going to authenticate. Okay? Okay? Because, you know, in the end times, many will come and say, Lord, Lord, didn't we do this? Didn't we give? Didn't we do all these mighty things and go all over the earth? And, and Jesus will say to them, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I never knew you. You see, you have to understand there is going to be an authentication, you know, that's going to happen. And you're either going to be an authentic, proven, confirmed child of God, or you're not. And if you're not, then you need to get authenticated. Okay. And how do you do that? You do it with Jesus. You do that through Jesus and you do it with his life blood, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Okay. So I'm just trying to get you to understand something. When you look at the things of God you have to look at them with the eyes of the Holy Spirit operating through you you have to look this is a spiritual matter this is not a worldly matter and worldly people don't get to tell you what God's Word means the only one that gets to tell you what father Jesus and the Holy Spirit has to say is father through his Holy Spirit today, right now, because this is the way it's been set up. Jesus said, I'm leaving, and when I go, I am sending the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, and he will guide you, he will teach you, and this is how it works. That is the promise, and that's how it works. So I hope that helped, and I hope that I didn't get too excited about that. Another question that came in was this. What is the purpose of the 144,000 that we talked about? Where 12,000 are chosen from 12 different gatherings, from Judah, Reuben, and Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh, Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin. 12 different gatherings, all right? We, we've read about them in the Old Testament, and we know that they are the, uh, all gatherings of the uh of Israel. And it says that these 12,000 each from each one of these gatherings totaling 144,000 that they have been called, they have been designated over all the descendants of Israel. Now, that's all. It doesn't say anything more. It doesn't at this point At this point, where we are in this study, chapter 7, that's all it does is identify that 12,000 from each one of these gatherings has been selected. They have been designated to be over all the descendants. And that's all it says. It does not say what their purpose is, what they're going to do, and what will their outcome be upon the descendants. So don't let somebody tell you what this is without them knowing okay there are a lot of different organizations in the world that call themselves Christians and each one of them may have their own idea of what this 144,000 represent okay and where they got it from is ah. Man, I just, uh, sometimes I question it. But I I want you to know something. This is why you need the Holy Spirit in your life. So I'm just, not to go anywhere further with this. I just want to say this. It doesn't make any difference what people say or religious organizations say. What's important is what the Holy Spirit is teaching you about this. And right now, All it did was identify 144,000, 12,000 from each gathering who are going to be over the descendants of Israel. That's all. Later on we might get a little more information as to what is the purpose of these 12,000 and what they will do. But at this point there is no nothing that has been said to us that tells us the purpose or function of the 144,000. So don't let somebody kind of make it up and tell you this is what it is because they have some kind of insight that no one else does. So let's continue with our study today. We left off with verse 14 and it was extremely powerful. Okay, now John had an encounter with one of the ancestors, one of the 24. And he came to John and he said to them, Who are these that are clothed in the white robes? And John's response to the the elder, one of the 24 sitting at the throne of our father, was extremely appropriate. He says to him, Sir, you know. I mean, (laughs) amazing if you ask me that his response was that. He says to the elder, Sir, you know. And he responds and he says to John, he said, These are those who have come out of great oppression and made themselves and their robes white by the washing of the Lamb's life blood. And that's where we left off the last time. You know, the washing of the Lamb's lifeblood. And so I was really thinking I would get a question about that. You know, can you explain lifeblood? But I didn't get a question about it. So, bravo, that means the Holy Spirit is working in each and every one of your lives. That lifeblood is everything Jesus brought to us. His teachings, His commands. That lifeblood is Him working in us today. By the Holy Spirit that lifeblood is him guiding and teaching each and every one of us on our path okay and each one of us have a path and each one of us walk that path according to his directives you know I just got a gift I got another new little picture you know I love uh, uh, pictures and, and sayings and I have oh if you saw inside the our house we have hundreds of pictures and and sayings everywhere all over the walls it's just it's just what we love we love you know those amazing well anyhow this is what this one says it says a man a man's heart plans his course but the lord determines his step and that comes from proverbs chapter 16 let me read it to you again a man's heart plans his course It's true, we do. We plan our course. But the Lord determines his steps and how true that is. So each one of us, our steps are determined by our Father, by the Holy Spirit in our life. And we go according to our abilities. Each one of us move according to our abilities. And we we grow and change every day. And our abilities grow and change every day. And our abilities, they they are shaped how we choose to to allow Father to direct our steps. Our abilities are are a part of our choice, part of our free will in this world. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that only want to put in half an ability. They only want to put in half the effort, half the energy, half the, you know, you see how... How this elder said to John, these are those who have come out of great oppression. They came out of great oppression, but more than that, and made themselves and their robes white. You see, you have the ability by the lifeblood of Jesus to make yourself and the robe you're wearing white. And you say, well, I don't understand. Well, I'm going to tell you how. By the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit, the promise in your life. That's what makes this book so amazing. You know, I know in the last time we got together, I said that. and I'm going to say it again. That the, the lifeblood of Jesus is what makes the book of life revealed so amazing. And each one of us have to lock into that. So let us continue. That was verse 14. That's where we left off. Now in verse 15, it says this, okay? Right after some of the most powerful teaching you'll ever receive, okay? Right after verse 14 in the last part, by the washing of the lamb's blood, okay? Verse 15, because of this, They are dwelling in the holy place of God. Now this great multitude, okay, that have come out of oppression and they have washed themselves and their robes, okay? Oh, this is amazing to be white as snow, to be white, to be pure, okay? By the lifeblood of Jesus... It says, because of this, they are dwelling in the holy place of God. We have to lock into that. Do you want to dwell in the holy place? Do you want to be in the presence of our Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the 4 and20 elders and the four living beings? Oh my goodness and all of the messengers and this, you want to be in this great multitude? that are crying out and praising our Heavenly Father. And and remember their cry, their praise. Remember what they say. They say this. They say, truly so let it be, the generous gift and the majesty and the honor and the authority and the wisdom and the strength and the thanksgiving to our God forever and eternity. What a nice thing to say to our father for all that he's done for us isn't it? What a really nice thing to say to him. But to listen to this because of this they are dwelling in the holy place of God of our Father before him that sits on the throne they are before him he who sits on the throne, the I am. oh my I want to be there. I do, going to be there, going to be there. I hope you're going to be there too. Before him that sits on the throne and they serve him and those before the throne day and night. Okay, we have no idea what that means when it says and they serve him and those who are before the throne. Okay, the four and twenty, the four living beings, the messengers, the angels. This is what the great multitude is doing. They're serving Him, the Lamb, the Holy Spirit, the four and twenty altars, the four living beings, the messengers, the angels. Oh my goodness! Don't you want to be there to do that? Whatever that is. I mean, who cares? I just want to be there to do it. Wouldn't it? It's uh, wow. I, I don't even know how to process it. Okay, that's what it says. And it says that before the throne, day and night. Now listen, these last couple of verses in chapter 7 are absolutely amazing. This is what it says. They will never hunger again. No more hunger. Nor will they thirst again. No more thirst. Not even the sun nor the burning heat will fall upon any of them not even the sun or the burning heat will fall upon any of them you know no hunger no thirst no 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 heat or, or sun or burning temperatures falling upon you i've had the opportunity to live in the, in parts of the united states here to live they are considered the hottest places in the United States. I've actually lived there. I've actually witnessed and experienced uh, sitting on the back porch of our house in the shade with a thermometer reading 120 degrees. On the back porch in the shade, the thermometer reads 120 degrees. And then you step out from that shade into the sun, and believe me, not pleasant. Not pleasant. Looking at the water hose that's turning brown. I mean, it's literally baking in the sun. Oh my. And that's why there's reference here to that. Okay, because there's a lot of arid type world out there. Okay, and it says, verse 17, the last verse of chapter 7 says this. For the lamb, Jesus, will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And he will be their shepherd. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He's my shepherd right now. And will lead them through the springs of living water to the throne of Of God Wow Wow do you remember earlier when we had talked about the the description of our father's throne you know how there's this great bow over his throne and before his throne that there is a sea it says it is clear as crystal and that it is full of truth and is full of insight and full of wonders And it says here, it says, For the Lamb will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and He will be their shepherd, and He will lead them through the springs of living water to the throne of God. So I'm going to tell you right now, each and every one of you, Jesus as your shepherd, Once you are are there with him and part of this multitude, he will lead you through the springs of living water. And he will lead you right onto the throne of Father. One day you will get to hold Father and he will get to hold you, each and every one of us. Can you imagine, can you only imagine I cannot I just know that it's something I very much look forward to I look very much forward to everything that we have studied up to this point that concludes chapter 7 I'm very excited about that today that we have gotten through that now listen we will start in chapter 8 at our next get-together you won't want to miss it because it, it just keeps getting better and better as we go you see this is not a book of mystery, and of of all kinds of crazy, weird things. It is to the worldly, but it is not to the children of God. It is not to those who have the promise in their life. If you have it, if you have the gift of the Holy Spirit in your life, this is a book of life. This is an incredible revealing. This This is why it was called the Book of Life Revealed. And if you want to call it the book of Revelations, so let it be said. I'm so glad you've taken time to join today. And I'm hoping you got a true blessing out of this day. Don't miss the up and coming series because it's it only gets better. All right, so do come back. Thank you for joining us. Jesus loves you. Take time to pray. Pray as if you are there in heaven. Pray as if you are right with the four and twenty elders and the four living beasts and the messengers pray as though you have life changing faith use it in jesus name till next time bye